Hello and welcome back to Little MB. Not sure exactly <coughs> where this episode's going to go. Kind of strange. Um, it's kind of funny. Apparently there is a public service announcement out in New York now that are telling people what to do if there is a nuclear explosion nuclear missile hitting New York. And it's funny because it is to get inside, stay inside, and wait for further updates. The lady even says, you got this. It, it's kind of funny. And this is what makes it even more funny. It tells you to get inside and stay away from windows. But then it tells you to make sure all your windows and doors are closed. Well, the idea behind staying away from windows is just like in a tornado. You're supposed to stay away from windows then, too. Because it'll blow the windows in to your house. And you could be injured or killed from the flying shrapnel. So, it's just kind of funny. Just kind of funny to me. But I don't know if any of you listened to Tulsi Gabbard on the, the Rogan show. I'll tell you what, man. If I would have heard her talk back in 2020 during the debates and stuff like that, I would have voted for her. Democrat or not, I would have voted for her. She seems pretty freaking level-headed. Pretty level-headed. And that's part of the reason why she isn't successful. She ended up leaving the Democratic Party and left as a congresswoman as well. She brought up some amazing points regarding the fact that the national debates do not allow anybody other than a Democrat and Republican. This, this and I knew this, it went back to Ross Perot. He had such an influence. If it wasn't for Ross Perot, George Bush Sr. would have won. He would have beat Bill Clinton handily in the 92 election. And so the Republicans and Democrats obviously came together and said, we can't allow this. So, apparently Russia's pipeline blew up. It was sabotaged. And it makes me wonder who did this. And let me tell you something. There was already issues. I've spoken with somebody in Kosovo and in Romania. So, and I was talking to them long before this happened. But they were already on rolling blackouts. There were certain times of the day, two or three hours a day, and sometimes they did it twice a day, where all power and gas was shut off. And obviously, that's becoming an issue in Eastern Europe because winter is coming. So now that this pipeline has blown up, you're going to have a lot of people freaking freezing in these places. 
And you know what? Maybe maybe we shouldn't just shouldn't care because you know Kosovo is basically a Muslim people. So maybe we shouldn't care about them in Albania because Kosovo is Albanian. It's Albania and Kosovo split from one another back in the day. But maybe we shouldn't care. Well, Russia sure as hell isn't going to blow up their own pipeline. They sure ain't going to do it, so who did? Somebody from the Ukraine, probably, I, I can't see them being able to sneak into Russia and get to it. Did somebody else from Eastern Europe do it? Anywhere in Europe do it? I doubt it. It's where they get their gas. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Now, I am not accusing, but I will say this. I will be damn surprised if it wasn't us. The only other thing that makes sense is Russia doing it themselves and blaming it on us as an excuse to launch a nuclear war. That's the only other thing that would make sense. Or China doing it to try to provoke. But that, and see, that's the thing. You can say, well, China ain't going to want to go to war. China's got over a billion people and they don't give two shits about the people. Americans have a hard time understanding what it's like in other parts of the world. Because here, in theory, our government cares about the people. Which, is, it's a falsity. It ain't true. If it was, they wouldn't put out PSAs that are that damn dumb about nuclear explosions. I mean, it's kind of like back in the 80s, we had to do nuclear drills in case of nuclear war. We had to do drills where we had to get down under our desk. And part of the reason for us here in Washington, Illinois, is because we're right next to Peoria, which is the world headquarters for Caterpillar. And back then, Caterpillar was number 13 on the nuke list of places that Russia was going to nuke. Number 13, because of Caterpillar. And its ability to change its factories over in an insanely short amount of time to start producing tanks and weapons of war. So, whether we're still on that list at all, that high, I don't know. Because so much stuff's been outsourced. You know, almost what would be the point. But destruction's a pretty good point. So it's it's rather interesting about that pipeline to me as far as who would have done it. Because it doesn't make sense for anybody in Europe to have done it. Let's blow up the source of our winter heat. Unless it is... Call me a conspiracy theorist if you want, 
but unless it's on the lines of the New World Order, let's get our people in a panic so we have a right to take away what freedoms they have. Because that's something people don't understand, too. It's no different than what Gabbert said, you know? And I know I sound like I'm just... I liked what I heard her say, so I'm repeating it. But this is stuff I've talked about before. And those who know me know how long I've been talking about this kind of stuff. If something breaks out in the World War III, if we break out into that with Russia, and I guarantee you, once again, China will be part of that. If that happens, martial law is going to be declared. That's something our government has the right to do is declare martial law. Lincoln himself did it. Lincoln himself had different people arrested to keep them quiet about shit. Look it up. And that was back when information wasn't so free-flowing. It's kind of funny because... And this is something else I've talked about before as well. Went in to talk to my dad. Yellowstone was on TV with full language. I'm not sure about the nudity, but according to what my parents said, they had the nudity in as well. They just had a disclaimer put on. And that's something I always wondered about because the Internet's this Wild West where anything can be put up. I mean... You can get videos of chicks and dudes banging dogs and horses and whatever other animals. You can get that crap online. There's no censorship at all. It's the Wild West. And I've always wondered, why would that be any different? Why isn't it regulated by the FCC just like cable television and analog television? Why not? I don't think they want it. <clears throat> but let me tell you something. They have the ability to clamp it down. Don't think they don't. The Chinese do it. There are certain things you can't get in other parts of the world. If the government don't want you to have access. Don't think for one second that technology is beyond the NSA. Kind of a scary time when you stop and think about it. Now, where I was originally wanting to go is it has to do with trans again. And once again, I don't hate trans people, but I can't agree with something I don't understand either. You know, I have a hard time believing these people are mentally sound. Wanting to lob off a part of your body. that Or get one sewn on or whatever. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. And as somebody who is blind, hey, I wish I could wake up one day and just say, you know what, I'm going to see today and have it so. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. 
But this is, you know, if we don't end up in World War III first, this is something where they could actually be doing us some benefit. Because like I said, Tulsi Gabbard's leaving the Democratic Party. She isn't going to be the only one, I don't think. And she's talked about Republican friends that are fed up with the far right, the extreme right. Just like the Democrats are fed up with the extreme left. Which is the majority of Democrats and Republicans. So there's the possibility we could end up getting new political parties. Obviously, a lot of reform will have to be done in regard to the national debates allowing this other political party, you know, on stage and stuff like that. I, I don't understand what... Maybe the Libertarians have been pushing hard for it, but it doesn't... I don't recall ever seeing any advertisements for Libertarians saying contract, contact your local congressman and push for reform in this regard so we can participate as well. But Libertarians are also the same jackasses that say it's immoral to vote. Please vote for me. Because their idea is, is if everybody in the country but one person votes for something, it's immoral because that you're forcing that one person to abide by something they don't agree with or believe in. So that's, that's their idea on it, which is asinine. It's just too, I understand the concept, but it's a little too extreme. Just a little too extreme for me. But we need to stop and think about this crap with trans. I mean, how, how ridiculous is this shit? There's no other word for it. It's shit. The fact that kids are being allowed to make these decisions. The fact that kids are allowed to report their parents to DCFS. That's what... I got around here in Illinois. It's called Department of uh, Child and Family Services. I guess it's CPS and other places. Either way, there's places where kids can call the law on their parents if they don't allow them to pursue this trans shit. All right, so let's look at this. Should we take away the age requirements for people to buy tobacco? Because if you're responsible enough at the age of eight to say, I want my dick cut off so I can be a girl because I am a girl, then I think you're responsible enough to spark up a cigarette if you want one. Booze? Should it stay at 21? You know, I've been against the age limit of alcohol my entire life. And I saw some great examples of what you have when I was in Romania when you don't have that requirement. I don't know if I've talked about it or not. I'm pretty sure I have. But second night there, the family I was staying with, I said something about beer. The lady had her 12-year-old daughter go get me a six-pack of liters. Her 12-year-old daughter. And the thing is, yeah... There were some alcoholics there. As a whole, 
Not as many. It wasn't a big deal. Some of the wrestlers that were my age that I trained with and hung with, they, they almost thought it was funny that I was like, dude, let's get some beer. Let's get some wine. Let's get some vodka. You're just like, why? <laughs> it's like, let's get drunk. Why? They just, to them, it was no big deal. I mean, what pushes kids here to do it is because it's something they're not supposed to do. So are we going to, you know, allow kids to start making that decision then? You know, that one I'm actually all for. All for that. But let's, let's take an even deeper look at it. What about pedophilia? If you want to sit there and tell me that all your kids have the right to decide what sex they are. They're mature enough. They're knowledgeable enough. They're intelligent enough. They, they know all there is to know to where they can make that kind of monumental decision. Are you going to let me date your 12-year-old? Because, I mean, why not? I mean, they should know if they're in love with me. They should know. Because they know themselves. They know themselves. But you're going to deny them the love that I could give to them just because I'm 42. That is, that is so wrong. I mean, come on. But I still kind of got to think all this trans bullshit out there. Because if it's actually creating such a divide within these political parties, there may be some hope. May be some hope. We may get some new political parties. Hopefully, they're smart enough to come together beforehand. It'd take a president like Trump, like it or not, it would take somebody like him. And this is why. This is why, because these people would have to come together across party lines to create these bills through the House and then the Senate, and you'd have to have a president willing to sign off on it. Or you would just have to have enough people within the House and Senate, because if the president vetoes, what is it, two-thirds maybe, of the people have to in the House and Senate have to go ahead and vote to go ahead and make it law anyway, just because the president vetoes something doesn't mean it isn't going to get passed. Now, if it's split down party lines, then yeah, you're pretty safe by vetoing. But Trump or somebody like him, they're, they're going to be the ones to sign it. Biden wouldn't sign that. He ain't going to sign that shit. One of the Bushes wouldn't sign that shit. But they, it would require them going across party lines and creating a bill that would outlaw the forbiddance of other political parties to the national stage for debate. Once again, they had Ross Perot. And unfortunately, now who knows, people said he was batshit crazy. 
But once again, that could have just been the media's narrative. Because that's what they were told by the political parties, the Republicans and Democrats. Because I can still remember back then. I was 12 years old and I can remember. You don't want Ross Perot with his finger on the button. And this is, this is why. Ross Perot, a Texan, he was basically kind of a John Wayne. I mean, they called Reagan the John Wayne of the White House, but Ross Perot may have been even more so. I can't remember what kind of business he had, but he had a business and he had some uh, people that were working overseas and were essentially taken hostage and the government refused to intervene. He hired his own mercenaries to go over there and handle business and get his people back. So that's kind of where it came from. That you don't want him with his finger on the button. But that's the thing. He was a man of action when action was necessary. There's a time for diplomacy and there's a time for breaking your foot off in somebody's ass. And he knew the difference, I think, you know. Part of it's what I remember watching when I was 12, and part of it's just looking back into history and seeing some of that shit. <laughs> but, like I said, there might be some slim hope. And it is slim, because a lot of things have to happen for it to go down. Like I said, if third parties aren't allowed to debate, you know, you can have 200 different political parties, but if the only parties people are seeing are the ones on national debate, the Republicans and Democrats, then, well, guess what? The majority of people are going to vote for one or the other. And part of it is, is because seeing that is kind of a psychological mindfuck, because... You say, well, I guess I could vote for a third party, but what's the point? I'm going to be wasting my vote if I vote for an independent. I'm going to waste my vote doing that. And I'd, I'd rather have Biden than Trump. So I don't want to waste my vote and take it, you know, because the vote's going to be wasted on the independent, which is going to take votes away from Biden and this is going to allow Trump to win, or vice versa. It's, it's damn frustrating because I think the majority of the people in this country are smart enough to know and understand this. But there's one thing the majority of people, regardless of what they say, Almost everybody will say, I don't care what you think. But the fact is, they do. Hell, the people that listen to this, friends of mine, they care what people think. They like to hear what I got to say. And from what I've been told in person, they agree with the things that I like, that I say. But they won't share it. They won't share this podcast because they care what other people think. They're afraid of some 
liber hippie listening to it if they share it on their Facebook or something, saying that guy's an idiot or that guy's an asshole. He's just hateful. Why you listen to him? You're you're stupid. So that's why you get all these people that are saying, yeah, trans women are the same as women. There's no difference. That's how you get that. Because people are afraid of what other people think. And it's a damn shame. And I don't need you to agree with me. But I'll be damned if you're going to keep me from saying what I think. You want to discuss it? Fine. You want to debate it? Fine. But you're not going to bully me into keeping my shit to myself. I mean, just look at what's been going on for shit's sakes. Nobody will talk about how ineffective this freaking vaccine has been. It's not a vaccine. A vaccine is like the smallpox vaccine. I have never had smallpox, and unless a new strain comes along, I'm not going to get it because I was vaccinated. That's what a vaccine is. There isn't anybody that I know that's been vaccinated, that's been boosted, that has never gotten COVID. I've never gotten it. But then again, I don't do a whole lot. I don't, I've I've been to the bar maybe three, four times, maybe five since 2021 it broke out I mean I've went out for walks and went to the track and stuff like that but it's in the middle of the night when I'm not around other people but it seems like every single person I have met that's been vaccinated has gotten COVID well the symptoms aren't as bad. Really? How do you know that? You don't know that. You can't measure that. And people have still died from COVID that have been, quote-unquote, vaccinated. You know, but our media and government is still pushing that narrative. I mean... (laughs) It's kind of funny because Biden had said the pandemic was over, which I'm not holding that man to his word. I wish I could. I wish the man wasn't senile so I could sit and bash all the stupid shit that's going on. But the fact is, he's not behind the shit that's going on. That's why the powers that be hated Trump so much, because he wouldn't listen. He wouldn't play the game. That arrogant guy was going to do what he wanted. To hell with you. He wasn't going to follow somebody else's agenda because he was the president. And isn't that what we elect a president for? Because personally, I never thought we should be electing a president to take orders from the deep state. 
yet that's what our presidents do. Either way, within a week of that, if you call a pharmacy, which I have, you know, this isn't something I heard, I had to call the pharmacy to check on some stuff, the new booster was out. What's the point in the booster? You know, we we have them pushing these narratives on us. And it ain't for our benefit. And isn't it kind of ironic? I got to thinking about it because of a book I've been reading. And it's called My Grandmother's Hands. Can't remember the author's name right offhand. But when I do my episode on it, I will be, you know, talking about it. And it isn't, here, here's the thing. If you read it, do the reason it's taken me so long to get through this book is because I don't agree with the main principles this psychologist or psychiatrist, whatever he may be, has laid out. There are certain things that I don't agree with. I think some of the stuff he has loaded and it pisses me off. And if I get pissed off, I'm going to walk away from it for a while till I can calm down and come back objectively for the rest. Because just because you don't agree with somebody's main point doesn't mean they don't have good points. And he does have good, some good points in his book about things that are going on. And I bring this up because it, it's, it's about race and racism and stuff like that. And... Instead of working on that division that's in the country, which still exists, unfortunately, for some stupid reason it exists, they start pushing this trans shit. And now this trans shit's going. They can't really push COVID anymore. They're still going on about the, I mean, if I get on my doctor's app, it still tells me I'm overdue for my vaccine. But when it, you know, the fight's pretty much done because too much information's actually come out. The only people that are standing by it are people that don't want to admit they're wrong. There's another thing. People do care about what other people think and they don't want to admit they're wrong because they're going to they're afraid if they admit they're wrong then other people are going to think less of them and there's idiots out there who will exploit that i don't begrudge people in the beginning that were passionate about the vaccine I don't begrudge him that. I begrudge it now when so much information's out there. But there's going to be other people. This lady, one of those times I went to the bar. This woman starts bitching at me because I said something about not being vaccinated. And she's like, I've had COVID. And I was like, but you're vaccinated. She's like, that's not the point. You should, you need to be vaccinated. I was like, 
you just got done telling me that you've had COVID. Obviously, the vaccine ain't doing its damn job. Besides that, if you're vaccinated and you've had COVID, then you have nothing to worry about from me. Nothing. You know, now, that same lady, if she would come out and say, you know what, Nick, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I wish it wouldn't have got so heated between us. And it, I didn't get heated. I just chuckled to myself, finished my beer, and called for my ride. My visit at the bar that day was about 30 or 45 minutes. I wasn't going to sit and argue. There was no point. I went out to relax and have fun, not sit there and get pissed off and argue with people. But if she was to come to me and say, you know what, I'm sorry. You know, I was just really terrified there in the beginning. Excuse me. I would personally say, hey, you know what, I get it. I understand. However, how many idiots out there would be like, yeah, you dumbass, I tried fucking telling you. How many people would be like that? Almost the majority of people. Because they can't just be happy with the fact somebody's like, you know what, I'm sorry, I was wrong. They have to rub it in how right they were. At what point is this shit going to go away with the trans and race? And It's not. They are creating so many divisions in this country. People can't come together on anything. They can't come together on anything. But, I, you know, I'm still going to finish the book. Like I said, my grandmother's hands. I wouldn't. I'm not going to sit and recommend it as one of the greatest reads I've ever had. You know, I can't do that. Because the main base points of the book, I horribly disagree with the main points. But either way. They just go from one narrative to another. A house divided cannot stand. And the thing is, is it's the way that it's divided that makes it collapsible. Because there's just no respect for one another. Just none. I've talked before about the pendulum and what a mistake the left wing is making by this hard-ass push with the trans and all this other crap. And you saw it with Roe v. Wade. You know? There is going to be this massive hard push from the right to go straight back. And how far back is it going to go? Are they going to just push it back to the middle to what would make sense? Probably not. Once that momentum's rolling, it's hard to it's hard to pull up. It's hard to rein up. You're just gonna keep pushing as far as you can. And so hopefully this trans issue is kind of the last one. Hopefully World War Three don't break out with Russia. 
beforehand because this trans push is getting politicians to think twice about the political party they're part of. It's just, my God, people are so ridiculous. I mean, look at all the politicians that are millionaires, and yet I can't, I can't say a bad word about Nancy Pelosi doing that. I think it's okay because I'm a Democrat and I got to stand by Democrats. You know, it's, and she's, she's not the only offender. She's just the worst. Because that, that was another thing that uh, Tulsi Gabbard talked about that was kind of funny. Apparently back in the 90s, there was some sort of like stock act or something like that enacted that got passed through the House and Senate and all that, got signed in to being a thing, to where everybody had to be transparent if you were a politician about what stock trades you were doing. And according to what she said, very few actually do that. And as a penalty... When they don't do it, it's like a one or two hundred dollar fine. So they're making millions of dollars, and you know it's kind of like the pharmaceutical companies when they make twelve billion dollars, then they get fined, you know, two or three billion. What kind of lesson is that? To me, it's a lesson that hey, I'm doing what's great. Let's keep rolling with the same actions. You know, so. Who knows what will come of this bill, but I'll tell you what, whatever bill that they're passing, that's not passing, but whatever bill that's being suggested as far as preventing politicians from being able to participate in the stock market, which they should be forced to not participate. They shouldn't be allowed to be able to participate. Don't give me that shit. It's my American right. No, it's not. Because when you're a representative, you're a representative. You're not an average citizen. So don't give me that crap. It's it's not going to go anywhere because people are going to say, yeah, that's great. Oh, I'm not surprised it failed. But how many people are going to sit and call their congressmen, their senators, and say this is something that needs to happen? Because as long, the same thing needs to happen as far as lobbyists are concerned. I have no problem with lobbyists going to Washington and saying, hey, you really need to reconsider this bill because it's a real detriment to this industry, to our corporation and to the industry. But it's different when they're allowed to buy off our politicians because then they're buying, then, you know, they're passing bills. For corporations and not the American people. I can tell you another thing that irritates me. Is when people sit and talk. About military spending. There's nothing wrong with military spending. There's nothing wrong with R&D and making sure that we got the top-notch military in the world. We should be doing that. 
to protect ourselves. I don't care if it's $1.7 trillion that we spent in 2022 for the budget. It's our safety. And especially in these times, now granted, our government's kind of poking the bear to start this war. I already talked about that on the last episode. And I have mixed emotions about how our country should behave. Because I know what I'd like my country to do as far as when you have an evil dictator like Saddam Hussein who allows his sons to kidnap virgins off the street, rape them, and then feed them alive to a pack of wild dogs. Yeah, I'd like my government to say that ain't right. We're stepping in and putting a stop to that so these people can have a good life, a safe life. Unfortunately, talked about it many times before, not what they do. Not what they do at all. But at one point in time, we were an isolationist country. World War One. I. I talked about World War One in the Ukraine episode just a little bit. I touched on it as far as the treaty and stuff. That war lasted from 1914 to 1918. We did not get involved until 1917. The reason that war was so damn bloody is because it was a stalemate. They wouldn't quit fighting. And then we threw our troops in there, and that was enough to make the push to end the war. World War II, same thing. It started in 39, officially. September 1st of 39, when Hitler invaded Poland. I've talked before how it could be argued that it actually started in, what, 37, when Japan started invading places in Asia. But either way, we didn't get involved until 1941 when we got attacked because we were an isolationist. And actually, we were doing what we're doing now in Ukraine. What was it, the Lusitania that got sank? And they tried to use that to spur the American people? One of the German U-boats sank the Lusitania? Nothing but civilians, and there were American civilians on that boat. Well, guess what? They were using that boat to ship supplies and arms to England. Now, I'm not exactly against us getting into World War II. I think it was a good thing we did, because we had the industrial might to put an end to the war. But once again, we we started in the war in 41. Declared war on Japan December 8th, 1941. Day after Pearl Harbor. And so our Marines started in going across the Pacific. We did not land in Europe until 44. June 6th, 1944 was Normandy. Omaha and Utah beaches. 1944. Now granted... We went, I think it was either 42 or 43 when we actually went into Africa. We were fighting the Nazis in Africa and in Italy. Because Italy, they wanted to leave the war once we started getting involved. They're like, hey, there's nothing we can do against America. And Hitler sent troops into Italy to help them protect their own country. 
But we were an isolationist country at one point in time. Then we started in with the Cold War and sticking our noses in. We need to do this. We need to do that. But it's rarely had a good end result because of the powers that be. So do I wish we could be the big brother that helps out and stands up for the little guy? Yeah. But at this point in time, I think it's time we start focusing on us. Withdraw all our aid to every other freaking country. Every single one. Until we can build ourselves back up. At least until then. And if somebody screws with us, I know it's a bad example because they're a little country, comparatively speaking. But if Mexico starts shit, then we go in and handle business and Mexico becomes part of the United States. Plain and simple. Hey, elect me as dictator. That's how I'll handle it. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't even know what to call this episode because I've been all over the board on this. But, like I said, there's that thin hope. Mighty thin hope. If we get enough politicians leaving their political parties and it makes enough of the stink in the media to where people start paying attention, then, then maybe, maybe they'll start waking up and something will get done. But will that happen before World War Three? I doubt it. But I, f- I figure 45 minutes is long enough for this rant. So please subscribe. Please click on your notifications so you know when I post. I didn't post the last episode on Facebook. So... You know, and share it. You know, I understand it isn't going to be nice. And maybe you don't agree with everything I say. But if you agree with the main point, share it. You know? Help a brother out. (laughs) Either way, questions, comments, concern, hit me up on Facebook Messenger. Or uh, hit me up at littlemb6580 at gmail.com. L-I-T-T-L-E, M as in Mike, B as in Bravo, 6580 at gmail.com. Until next time, y'all take care.